Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. What's this? Episode 46 of the Nino's Corner podcast. Thank you guys for turning, you know, for actually tuning in. But first off, let's get this out of the way, guys. Um, if you like what you're listening to, please go hit that like and subscribe button. It's on all your streaming platforms, whether it's Apple um, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Stitcher, the whole nine. Just go look at them. Um, Spotify, it's everywhere. Just like, comment, give me a five-star review so I can keep this content coming to you guys and get more advertisers. But today, like I said, it's episode 46. We have some important news happening in politics today. Uh, you know, so Bernie Sanders actually dropped out of the race today. And why is that important? It's important because now the Democratic Party can stand behind one candidate and it looks like they Trump is the other candidate. So you finally have um, uh, a matchup that is um, going to face off here later this year when it comes to Trump versus Biden um, to see who is going to win the presidency uh, you know, for 2020. So, but first off, let's dig a little deep into, um, what does this say about America? Um, when it comes to Bernie Sanders, Bernie started off very hot guys. People didn't give Joe Biden a chance after the first three or four States, um, you know, primaries. I think Joe finished with fourth or fifth in, uh, New Hampshire, Iowa. He was third or fourth. You know, he didn't start off strong at all guys. Um, people kind of threw him dead in the water. I did too, actually. I didn't think he was going to be able to make it. I thought uh, Sanders um, had enough momentum and, and, a, and enough of a revolution and um, um, enough of a, of a uh, movement to where he was going to take over everything. Um, but what does it say about America? It says that America wants safe. They want something that's safe. They don't want anything that's young. They don't want anything that's fresh. They don't want anything that's feisty. They don't want anything that's radical. America wants something that's safe. And I guess that's a saying when it comes to today's times on what America thinks they need right now, um, regardless of whatever party you believe in, this is basically saying what America wants, what America thinks that they need, and they want to have something safe. And what is safe? Uh, Obama was a president for eight years who was a safe president um, who was a good president. And I think America wants to get back on that track. And that's why um, overwhelmingly um, since the first Super Tuesday, Joe Biden kind of just took off running from there. The race didn't start till you got to South Carolina. And after South Carolina, it's like Biden just blew off the doors. Um, you know, so let's dig a little bit more deeper into uh, Bernie dropping out. My question is, Let's just be honest. Was Bernie doomed from the start? And what I mean by doomed from the start, I'm not talking about any kind of conspiracy theories or anything, but let's just look at the raw data here. Bernie is a hot pick when it comes to people under the age of 30. Under the age of 30, Bernie carried 76% of the vote for people under the age of 30. That is an amazing vote. But if I'm not mistaken, it's only 46 million people that are eligible to vote um, under the but under the age of 30. So think about that for a minute. His second highest group that he was able to influence was the age of 30 to 44. And Bernie had an, an outstanding um, 
percentage of people from 30 to 44 voted for him. And it's roughly, I think he got roughly half of that vote. So he was very popular amongst young voters. Biden, Biden on the other hand, was very popular amongst um, uh, blacks. He was very popular amongst older voters. And that comes into play. When we talk about America wanted somebody safe, you got to think the majority of Americans that vote are older. And these older voters want something that is safe. And what I mean safe is these are people who are either retired or about to retire. They don't want nothing messing around with their uh, with their taxes. They don't want they they want to go status quo. They want to ride it out until the day they die. They don't want anything to change. They work their butts off, and they don't want anything to change. Not saying that it's right or it's wrong, but that's just the way people feel. Just think, put yourself in somebody else's shoes and say you've worked something, you've worked for 40, 50 years, and now you're in your golden years, and you don't want to um, change anything. You know, maybe it's uh, ignorance, maybe it's lack of knowledge, maybe it is stubbornness, but whatever it is, when you get to a certain age, you don't want to change anything and you don't want to go completely one way or completely the other way. You want things to be normal. You don't want to go through major shifts. And the country now is going through major shifts now uh, with the current administration from what we've previously had. Uh, So people just want some normalcy. And I think that's what it's saying amongst Americans. Now, let's dig into these numbers again. You guys know I, I take a lot of notes. So you guys see me on the live stream here. I am notes everywhere. So let's look at hmm, the different age groups in the populations, right? So the age groups from 18 to 29, the population is around 46 million. Um, they have a 41% voter turnout, right? So that means 18.9 million people voted. Right. The age group from 30 to 44, you have a, a, a grand total of 65 million in that population. The voter turnout for that uh, age group is 58 percent. Um, so 37.7 million of the people voted in that uh, demographic. Those are Bernie strongholds. Those guys from those guys and gals, 44 uh, years old and younger. All right. But they have the lowest voter turnout. So that's why I was saying, guys, what's he doing from the start? Because he had such a high uh, uh, turnout of young voters, a high turnout of young voters and uh, younger voters are voters who, let's say, have only voted three or four times or or have only been eligible to vote for three or four times. So let's let's think, you know, four times you vote every four years for presidency. So four times four is 16, 16 plus 18 is 34 years old. That's a young voter. All right. So those are the voters. Now, that's somebody who's a little bit younger than me. So, so those are the voters that are uh, a stronghold and uh, uh, a strong base for Bernie are the young voters. Those guys that are 44 years and younger. Now, on the flip side, if you look at the older voters, you guys, the older voters, 45 to 59 is 68 million of the population, which is higher than uh, the 30 to 44 year group by 3 million and higher than the 18 to 29 year group. Uh, by 22 million people. They have a voter turnout of 68%, which is 10% higher than the 30 to 44 year group and 27% higher than the 18 to 29 year group. The next group, which is the largest population, the 60 plus folks, 76 million of that population and 70% of that 76 million vote. So that turns out to be 53.2 million uh, people voted from the 60 plus, all right? 
and I'm sorry, guys, in the 45 to 59, it was 46.24 million. Those are Biden strongholds. Those are the voters that he got. He got the older crowd. And that is very important in, in, in this race because that is what's well, going to be important in every race. The older crowd always votes more. They vote more. So uh, with the older crowd voting more, we got really hung up on the young voters coming out, the young voters coming out, but even, but the young voters don't vote. And I don't understand why they don't. They need to understand that it is, it is a right that people fought for, for you to vote, especially if you're a minority. We had, you know, people fought for your right to vote. Um, so, um, but people died in this country for everybody's right to vote. So young folks, you got to get there and vote if you want things to change. You know, if you backed a certain candidate and the candidate didn't make it, you got to get out there and vote. Um, like I said, the country wants normalcy. They didn't want uh, anything flashy and feisty and anything that was radical and new. I mean, just look at the younger generation of folks who I thought would have been some hell of a candidates, but they had to drop out. You had guys like Booker. He was out. Um, uh, Harris. She was out. Um, uh, Mayor Pete. I really like Mayor Pete. He was out. Um Another guy that was that was out, uh, Beto, he was out. All those were out pretty early. Um, uh, the only folks that made it to the end, you think about it, guys, were the people who, you had Biden, who was normalcy, uh, you know, um, Obama is, you know, that's a stronghold because he was the vice president for eight years for Obama. They have a genuine great relationship and you can tell it. And I think the people who voted for Obama, which was a lot of America when he won his two terms, are going to rock with him, right? Um, For the most part. And then you had Elizabeth Warren, older, a little normal, but she was more radical than, than, than Biden for sure. Then you had Bernie, who was more radical than Biden for sure. And those who didn't make, they didn't make the cut because America wants normalcy. Now, also, when I first stated, was Bernie doomed to losers from the start anyway because of the voter turnout and the demographics that were voting for him? Just think about this for a minute. Just think about this for a minute. In 2016, 37% of Democrats, of Democrats, not Democrats, Democrats voted in a 35 to under range. Okay. 37% 37% of Democrats voted for Bernie in that 35 and, and under range. Bernie needed to raise that percentage by 11% to get up to 48% in order to sustain um, his, his uh, lead when it comes to the, to the under crowd, right? To the 35 and under crowd. To in in order for him to best buy it, he needs to raise that by eleven percent to get up to forty eight percent. Now, put this into perspective, guys. Put this into perspective. Obama was something that America's never seen. We had a a, a black man running for president who actually had a chance to win this thing, right? Obama won. Obama brought out only an additional five percent in the minority vote. So just think about that for a minute. And only only five percent. So to to think that Bernie was going to bring out an extra 11% from that range and that age group uh, was kind of absurd. Um, so, you know, the more the story is, the older generation wants normalcy. And it's going to be interesting to see once my generation, you know, I'm 37 years old, it's going to be interesting to see once we get older, 
what are what are our thoughts going to be on a lot of this, right? You know, are we going to want normalcy? You know, are we going to be the ones that still want a bunch of change and a radical change? I wouldn't say radical, just a bunch of things that we think are going to be helpful. And I'm not saying I'm for Bernie or not. Um, I don't like to talk my personal politics, but um, yeah, it's just a matter of the folks who wanted Bernie are what is going to be their their outlook when they're 60 years old. Um, and if it's the same, which I think it's going to be the same as what it is now, then that's when you're going to see some some change that these folks want. You're going to see that change uh, coming up then um, because they'll be older and they'll be the ones who are going to be voting the most. And then when the young folks who when we're old and gray and the young folks come in and they're voting, they're going to be voting for the the candidate that's going to want to bring things to what we think might be normalcy now might be radical for them 20, 30 years from now. And what we think is radical now might be normal for us 20, 30 years from now. And so it's going to go in waves. Uh, so that's my take on it. But now that there is only one candidate in Biden, it's going to be interesting to see how these two link up and uh, push the push the position on this because uh, Biden and Bernie are actually pretty good friends. A lot different from Bernie and Hillary when they ran against each other in 2016. They weren't the best of friends, but Bernie and Biden are really good friends. So um, Bernie did some interesting things today. He didn't. Uh, he still kept his delegates, so he's still going to keep his name out there. And I think that might just be a power play for him. So um, he can be able to speak more and endorse Biden more as the campaign goes on, like officially be on the ticket to endorse him. So maybe that's it. We'll see. But it's going to be very interesting. But um, it's yeah, it's going to be one hell of a race here in November. Um, We'll see if if the numbers line up and the numbers match up. but on that note, guys, let's go to a small commercial break and we'll come right back. All right, guys, and we're back. You know, I do, um, you know, two or three times a week, I like to do an update on the COVID-19 pandemic, guys. Um, so like I told you guys yesterday, it is leveling off when it comes to the increases of cases. The percentage of increases in cases has gone is still leveling off around 9%. So yesterday, well, actually, two days ago, it was at 8%. So, well, actually, let's go three days ago. Three days ago, the increase was 12%. The day prior to that was 13%. The day prior to that was 14%. So, the increase is going down. The increase percentage is going down. It's leveling off because two days ago, it was at 8%. Yesterday, it was at 9%. And on the 7th, well, actually, two days at 9%. And then yesterday, it was still at 9%. So, it looks like the increase... Is leveling off at a, at, a, at a rate of increase of 9%. The death toll, however, um, went from uh, 10,871 yesterday. It nearly doubled, I mean, it nearly went up by 2,000, uh, so uh, 12,841. So basically, 1,970 was the increase in deaths yesterday. Um, the death increase, the rate of increase was 15%. So that's that's actually leveled off also. It's kind of hovering between that 12 and 15% range. Um, the death increase 
rose drastically in the beginning. So it was around 20 to 30 percent. And now it's kind of leveled off between that 12 to 15 percent range, which is increasing at that amount. However, the death total, the death rate, um, the number of deaths per case has now risen to 3.21 percent. So, guys, the percentage of increase is getting lower. So we're only increasing by 9% each day as far as number of cases, but the death rate is increasing. It went from literally 1%, now it's 3.21%. It is basically doubled itself in, I don't know, 10 days. It's doubled itself in 10 days, and it's 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 getting high, guys. 3.21% death rate for the coronavirus. It's getting serious, guys. The new numbers that came out and said that they expect a death rate. It, they expect about 60,000 deaths. It went down from, it was 80,000 deaths a couple of days ago. So they're expecting 60,000 deaths. We're nowhere near completion of this, guys. So stay home, stay safe. Um, yeah, help other people out. Only go out if it's essential. And if you need to go out, please, please, please get, get you a mask, some gloves and get out there. Hurry up and come back home. Sanitize yourselves and work from home. Do what you got to do. Um, but on that note, guys, it's time to get out of here. You guys know how I end out every um, podcast. I ended out on the Do You message. And people who are online, you can see I have my Do You shirt on today. And the D stands for Don't Be Afraid to Fail. The O stands for Outgrow Your Environment. And the U stands for Understand Your Brilliance. And on that note, guys, Nino's Corner is out. And Do You salute to all you guys and hook them horns. <laughs>